Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Carlos. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend geek covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 342 of The Sith List. I am your host, Raj Dolachahi, and my co-pilot this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos. Buarguel. The man we call Crunch Crunch, Mr. Las Gonzalez. What's up, buddy? Not much. Another episode with you fine gentlemen. Let's have fun. Got air in your lungs? Yes. Pad of paper? A notepad and dinner with you, fine gentlemen. The man that I call the king of all pods, but everybody else calls him King Tom. What's up, Tom Chansky? I'm good, but thrown off by the notepad paper comment. Well, it's a Titanic reference to uh, the dinner table oh. where Jack is telling him, yeah. Speaking of Titanic, one of the most Titanic people I know, Mr. Randy Lejudice. What's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? How you doing? And... Last but not least. The man we call El Hombre. Eric, what is up, my man? Speaking of Titanic, I saw an epic thing today where somebody had reshot scenes of Titanic, but with their cat instead of Rose, <laughs> and it's pretty great. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, definitely got to look that up. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in to uh, 342. It's uh, already been a wild ride, and we just started. For the people that were listening on Patreon, uh, thank you for listening to that go down. And uh, thank you for your support. For everybody else, thank you for listening to this and watching this also, if you can, I guess, if you're on Patreon. Um, we are going to have a good time tonight. I don't know if I told you guys. Rock and, roll, tell you? Rock and roll music is going to play all night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you think about? Really summer. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were a party. I thought you were doing Kiss. Is, no, gonna have a good time tonight. Rock and roll music gonna play all night. Come on, baby, it won't be long. I think that's Henry Lee Summers. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, guys, check us out. I'll do give out the shenanigans. Sithlist.com for all kinds of things. Sithlist, which include YouTube reaction videos and breakdowns from The Last of Us, Bad Batch, anything Lucasfilm has ever put out on Disney Plus, um, except for all the animated stuff and some of the shorts. We haven't done those, but whatever. Just check us out. we got a big catalog. And also, all of our audio episodes are up and merch page is up. Somebody bought another Pitfall shirt. Thank you, whoever that was. i got to get one of those. 
Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and uh, other than that, uh, guys, what is up? Boo, I'm going to start with you. I saw you this last weekend. You did, you, yeah, yeah. No, you, still, no. you, you still healthy? Oh, yeah, still healthy, strong uh, strong as an ox. Got the, uh, what is it, the uh, the tiger blood over here. So, yeah. yeah no, the tiger blood? Yeah. The reason I'm, I'm saying this, guys, I was uh, ready to go out and see Ant-Man on uh, Thursday night. I had my ticket. My buddy uh, Bert bought me a ticket, ready to go see Ant-Man. Um, it was running out right about about five minutes before I walked out the door. Lorraine was like, well, you've been like kind of like doing the whole <clears throat> thing over the last two days. And my buddy Andrew just had a baby. He's like, she's like, why don't you just in case, you know, check yourself out with a COVID test. We don't want you to be giving it to Andrew and then give it to the newborn. Sure, I don't have COVID. What are you talking about? Well, the first one came up pinker than I've ever seen anything. Uh, the line came up before, the positive line came up before the negative line, which usually vice versa. You have to wait it out. Then I, had, I took another one because I thought it was a false positive. Nope. So I ended up getting COVID, got horribly sick over the last, you know, however many days. Still kind of sick. And um, just fighting through it, man, F- fighting through the, the vid. And then my father-in-law got it, and my brother-in-law got it. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's been spreading around town over here. So, and uh, Lily, little baby Lily, six months, was uh, crazy runny nose, coughing. You can't test anybody under the age of two, so we're assuming she has it. Um, but last night she slept really well, and her nose has stopped running and no fever, so knock on wood, she's doing okay, which is always scary, man, when, when the little ones get it. So so that was my whole week. So I uh, stayed home. I got to see Brittany and Boo, which was kind of cool, uh, from a distance with a mask on. But, uh, yeah, so that was, that was my eventful. How about, how about you guys? Uh, Randy, how was your weekend? Uh, it was pretty mellow. Enjoyed the three-day uh, President's Weekend, yeah. President's Day weekend. Thank President's you, Day is a banger. Everyone knows it. Um, and it's, it's right there. That every once a year we get to celebrate it. <laughs> yeah. Just get wild, man. The hangovers after President's Day are unbelievable. Thank you, Lincoln, for doing that. Mm. <laughs> you know? That was Lincoln, right? It was one of them. I just threw, yeah. it, threw a dart at a dartboard, you know? Yeah, I know. Or Eisenhower. I guess we could say Eisenhower. Um, Probably not. I think, it was Car- I think it was Carter, actually. Oh, well, you know, Carter. Wait, oh, come oh, on, man. He's in hospice Carter, care. Man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, I'm going to go to you right now to bring us, uh, what is bring us back here. here. This- bring us back here, bro. Well, listen. <laughs> yeah. So hang on. While we're talking about President Carter, I mean, that is rough news that whether you're a Jimmy Carter fan or not, that, but... I did see something cool this week while they were talking about Jimmy Carter is he is the president who was in place when they launched the Voyager probe, right? That's gone past the edge of the, our immediate solar system. And he wrote a letter in there about hello to anybody who sees this billions of years from now. And it's very interesting. Like even back then and what year was that? Like 79 something, uh, their take on like we're a world that's like this and we do our best to get along, but we don't always. And it, it was just very interesting. If you get a chance to look that up, 
it's pretty cool to think that some alien will get out there and listen to that record they put on there and read the words of Jimmy Carter and say, man, these people probably got it all together. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, were they wrong. <laughs> yeah, no problems here. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it is It is a, a sad sad case. He's 98? Wow, wow. And he did a lot of amazing things after the fact that he was president. He's, he's, he won a Nobel Peace Prize. He's, he's accomplished a lot, so... Yeah. Well, yeah, his main thing for people who, who aren't hip to Jimmy Carter and his accomplishments, he's known for like being a mediator during peace talks. Mm-hmm. He accomplished more outside of his presidency than he did during, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. So yeah, he, was, he was a one term president. He, he served on a nuclear sub. Yeah. Like one of the one of the first ones way before he was a president. So, right. That, that was very, an impre- very impressive accomplishment back in the day. Speaking cool. of nuclear, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. speaking of nuclear subs, and not, not that this one was nuclear, but I guess it could have been. Um, Malik's been watching Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. I think I mentioned it last week, but man, I've been watching it every day while I was sick, um, over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Um, Captain Nemo is, uh, man, he was a he was a weird dude, but the Nautilus was cool. Man, that what that film achieved visually is remarkable for when it came out. I think it came out in like 55 or something, I would imagine, 58. It's unbelievable. Hmm. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, so check it out. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Surprised they haven't redone it yet. Dang, I was, uh, okay. yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah, right? It's a cool yeah. story. And Kirk Douglas is just like a, like a badass. At it. So cool. if you're showing him that, have you shown him uh, Clash of the Titans? or? Uh... Well, here's the thing that I compare it to. Like, the Clash of Titans is so bad visually for the 1980-something, even for 80-something. Right. Like, it looks awful. Right. And I was a fan of Clash of the Titans. But if you look at it now, you're like, oh, God, this is awful. And you watch 20,000 Leagues, you're, and you're like, you think, wow, this is still holds up, man. There's nothing about the movie that doesn't hold up. And... Clash of Titans does not. It was like they were messing with claymation and stop motion in a really bad way. Um, but this one, uh, I, I think people would dig it. I think people would dig it. It's pretty heavy, though. I mean, so at what point do you decide to show him Legend? Legend of the Fall with Brad Pitt. I love that movie. No, dude. the one was, with Tom Cruise. Oh, Legend. Yes, with the devil. Right. No, it's the Red Bull. Tim Curry. It's Tim Curry. Yeah. The oh yes, Bull. that's right. Legend always reminded me of Rodney James Dio's Holy Diver cover. I don't know why. I always did. That's an underrated fantasy movie. It's an underrated album. No, I don't think so, man. Everybody (laughs) loves that record. Holy Diver! (laughs) You've gone too long in the midnight sea. Yeah, you're right. Legend was a champion movie. Oh, but speaking of that, I got to watch Top Gun again. Which was rad. Uh, Yeah, I got to watch it with uh, my... my, uh, I know this is PTSD for some of y'all. I know it is. <sighs> but I did get to watch the actual movie again. And it, it held up even on the big screen here at the home. It's not just one you can enjoy um, in the theater. God, it's such a good movie. It's such a good hmm. movie. Love it. Cake Tom, how was your weekend, buddy? Uh, it, was, it was going went pretty well. We, uh, we tried a new movie theater. Over the weekend, okay. you know, I'm, I've mentioned it before. I've I've been a huge fan of AMC for a number of years, but uh, uh-huh. when my daughter and I saw Ant Man, which we'll talk about later, opening night at an AMC, but my my son wanted to see it too, and it was fine for him, so we took him to see it. We tried to showcase, and um, you know, I've been 
because I want to try something new, but also because uh, AMC, we talked about a few weeks ago, they have this whole plan. They're tr- planning to charge more for the good seats. And um, we w- when we went to the AMC, we were in we were in the good seats, and I'm like looking, and it's you know the reclinable leather seats, and it's like they're worn. There's crap on the floor, and the the popcorn, the butter machine doesn't work. Tried this new theater. It's nice and comfortable. The seats yeah. are all taken care of. You know, the, the the butter machine in the lobby works. And and I'm thinking it's – I don't think it's going to be as hard for me to switch because just AMC, you know, they're charging more like we said. But they're not the, – the, the, the theater isn't even worth it now. Where's that right. money going? No. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. To pay, uh, what's her name? To make those uh, heartbreak feels good here videos. <laughs> I, I saw the movie at a, a Regency theater, and ever since we've been talking about that AMC thing, I was like, man, I go to AMC so much. Mm-hmm. But then I go to like a Regency theater, and even like the basic tickets, although the fact that they're expensive, like all the theaters are renovated, mm-hmm. they all have recliners now. It's just like they're all like really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know where AMC, uh, <laughs> what they think they're doing. <laughs> well, the one, the one that I think they over here is amazing, dude. Yeah, I think they yeah. they just pref- uh, prioritize certain locations. Yeah, I think because mm-hmm. they put their all their really, money into the dine-in yeah. ones with the bars. Mm-hmm. And they're well, not yeah, really fixing ones, their old ones. I mean, I understand just, it from that point of view, but you would think like like the consensus is going to get built by those smaller uh, mm-hmm. theaters of yeah. people who are right. probably have a lot more time to complain about theaters, honestly. Yeah, right. How about that theater we saw the Spider-Man movie here, Randy? That was a. That was a theater. Well, I thought that was a room with the TV. Hey. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was like seven dollars, buddy. Small TV. It was like seven dollars. Seven bucks. Was that? Was that movies eight? Yes. Yeah, that place is a shithole. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. It was the only. Shithole. It was the only place that we could get tickets for like twenty-five people. You know, we had a lot of people around us. <laughs> Like we you put, go we, in there inside the theater and just like looking at like the quality of it and like you, you expect people to like the curtain to open and people to act out the movie for you. <laughs> With somebody was, playing the piano. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's I, I, like I'm, vaudeville. I'm still yeah, I'm still waiting for there to be like a homeless guy like laying down on the floor and be like, oh, sorry, pal. Sorry. Sorry about that. I didn't see I, you there. Yeah, I couldn't Jesus. believe that they had the movie, first of all. Uh, when we walked in, it, it felt like a 1978 arcade, you know, and you just like everything was yeah. checkered. And yeah, it was. Uh, it was gonna yeah. open up, and it was gonna be like Spider Man Three. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like this is the only one we got, but you guys want to see Spider Man, right? Yeah, that was funny. But hey, it was a good movie. And uh, who have I, Eric? I've, uh, how you doing, bud? I'm great, man. Past that gig, nothing, nothing really very cool to tell. So yeah, uh-huh. good when's time. That, so when's that? Oh yeah, but you're not gonna do the biker gig anymore, huh? No. Oh, that's when the stories were the best. Yeah, that's 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 a tough one to let go of. Yeah, but Yikes. you know that's what? Okay. I will say this, man. In all honesty, there has been virtually no time where I've lamented the ending of Throw the Horns. Mm. I'm just, mm. it was it was it was time, and I'm fine with how it ended up going. Well, so there you go. Yeah. You went out on top, buddy. Having peace about a decision like that is a gift. You know, oh yeah, but yeah. you weren't forced to. Exactly, they didn't ask me to leave. <laughs> right, they didn't exactly. suggest strongly that I go ahead and step down. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not uh, like my second my, my second marriage. Oh, man. Oh, on that man. note, let's just let's just jump into the box office, gentlemen. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fredo. Now we're going to be talking a little uh, Ant Man, of course, and that was the number one movie. It's uh, the latest chapter of the MCU easily won the weekend despite scoring low on Rotten Tomatoes, while James Cameron Avatar's sequel continued to climb right back up to number two, unbelievably. So we got Ant Man, 104 million. I think it's made, yeah, 360 so far worldwide. Avatar: The Way of the Water made 6.1 million, and we're at 2.24 billion dollars for that one. And Magic Mike's Last Dance, 5.4, and Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, um, that one made uh, 4.2. It looks like, and the Rotten Tomato score for Ant Man's down to 48 percent. So I want to get you guys' take on this because I haven't seen it yet because of the vid. Um, Non-spoiler review for the people that have watched it. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, Boo shaking his head. I'm going to go with Boo first. Hmm. Boo, what'd you think, buddy? I'd, I'd, I disagree with the spoilery part, uh, cause I'd say don't see it. Ooh. I'd say there's nothing really to spoil. I have to be honest, nothing really to spoil at all. Uh, the only spoiler is don't see it. Wait for it on Disney plus. And if you are going to go see it, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh yeah. no. Yeah, call him Feige. Yeah, yeah, call him Feige. Uh, yeah, Fige is pissed. Uh, if you do need to go see it or you want to, matinee, you know, get as cheap a ticket as possible. But yeah, it's it it's it's not as rot it's not as bad as Rotten Tomato says. It's not a forty seven. The movie's not bad. Forty eight. Not- it, it didn't drop one percent because of your review right now. Yeah, just right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, imagine the shit. Yeah, never, wow. I mean, that would be so rad if it. Did, that would though. be literally live update and down one. Yeah. Um, so the movie's not bad. It's not made bad. It 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 looks fine. Some people were talking about how Modok looks. I think with the feel of the rest of the characters and how the rest of the quantum realm looks, I think he kind of fits in, in in my eyes. He does look a bit odd, but it's I I think it fits for for what you're the rest you're seeing. Um. And, and I think the practical effects look great. Like the people walking around, the actual actors in costume and stuff. Like that, I think they're pretty cool and it's pretty imaginative. <laughs> the human but, beings look great as human beings. Is that what you're no, saying? no, 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 no. Like, like the, I guess, humanoid things. That oh, okay. Throughout. Okay. Okay. You know, okay yeah, you, yeah. They're not, you know, they're, you know, they're like, a, they're like aliens or something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the different okay. creatures, but you know, it's a dude in a costume. They actually look right. pretty good. I was surprised. Okay. 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 But, there's just nothing to it. Wow. Not really that exciting. No real you. Yeah. The characters are kind of, eh, there's a lot of family aspect pushed into it. Like, you know, family, family, they say like family over and over. I felt like I was watching a fast and furious movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I liked it, bro. yeah, really. But yeah, there's just not much to it. Uh, I'm not going to spoil much with Kang, but I, I wanted we know he's he's going to be the big bad. I just wanted to know more of why or why mm. what makes him so bad. And you kind of don't get enough of that, in, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just it's fine. I can't say it's bad because it's not. It's not a bad movie, but it's fine. Okay. It's not a forty-eight. 
No, 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 no. It's not a 48. I'd say maybe high 60s, low 70s. Okay. The, the audience score is a little nuts. That's that's crazy to me. It's it's not a, almost a 90 or whatever. It's an 87, 88. But it's about high 60s, low 70s, I'd say. So what you're but, saying is that Rotten Tomato. You are fake news. Yeah, pretty much. Saying? Okay. Pretty All much, right. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, Les, what what do you think about this? I'm going to leave King Tom to the end. Uh, Randy, you haven't seen it yet, have you? Yeah, I saw it yesterday. Oh, you saw it? Oh, okay. I'd like to get your take, too. Okay, so, uh, Les, what's your take on this? <sighs> well, Les looks per- perplexed here. Uh, I'm not perplexed. I, everybody has their, their deal. And it's yeah, good. sure. You know, that's what makes us us. Yeah. Um, I, I, you could say it, I Les. liked it. I really yeah, liked man. it. I had fun. It was, okay. it was a, a journey. Um, it it answered some questions, but it also basically was a very very good way to t- uh, push the story and to lead us into the next phase or into the phase and like start ramping things up. And this and is phase five, correct, guys? We're going into, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I could be mistaken, but uh, or we're still in. I know we're in phase four still, so. That much oh, okay. I do. I thought, okay. But anyways, uh, it, I feel it does present and answer the question of how big a threat Kang really is, uh, especially if you watch when you watch the post credit scene. It shows even more so that like Ooh, okay, this character, okay. this guy, what this person is doing. It just when you watch Loki, and you realize the the he who remains, or is it the one who remains? Uh, mm-hmm. That version of Kang, if that version of Kang was able to trim every branch containing a Kang in it and a Thanos and everybody else down to one timeline, mm. that should show you alone. That should prove to you how much of a threat this villain is. Uh, I know there's a lot of people. It, listen. You don't know the the the, the uh, if you don't know the gist of these superhero movies, you should know by now the hero always wins. So uh, as far as non spoiler, it's pretty much written in there. You, you, we all know that. Um, but there are a lot of people questioning if this person should be able to beat that person, mm. and I don't think that uh, it, it it shouldn't happen. And you know what? Can we all be, keep this in mind? Uh, never in my wildest dreams or. Uh, you know, whenever we fantasize when we were kids or think think about, you know, live action versions of the comics we read, I never ever thought of fucking Ant Man. So the fact that we're anticipating Ant Man movies is like first of all, it's mind blowing if you are a comic fan. It's like there's so much more that we but we're here we are. It's fucking Ant Man. Of all the <laughs> of, of everything out there, it's like, yeah man, we're gonna go see Ant Man and the Wasp. Really? <laughs> But right. it, that that alone, for what you get out of the movie, is worth it. To know that like that is like literally Z-list Marvel character, even though it, it's an OG Marvel character. Oh, and then there's something cool about uh, the final credit scene. Oh, okay. For those people who are like Marvel historians, a uh, certain Maybe. moniker pops up. Yeah, it's, oh, it's okay. actually really... Yeah, it made me really smile. I was like, oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. So you liked it? I loved it. All right. I actually, oh, you liked I actually, it? The more I think about it, I actually loved it. You loved the uh, movie. Okay. Yeah. 
last ramble it reminded me part in the quantum realm it reminded me uh there's a an anthology series i talk about all the time heavy metal mm. and it was like the artist there's a famous artist uh mobius if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. uh, who has had art featured he's illustrated uh well he's, he's dead been dead for a while but you know his illustrations are you know there um the living buildings kind heavy of heavy metal as in heavy metal that turned into the animated film yes oh cool and they still publish if i'm not mistaken so oh cool uh, um but yeah it just had it had that kind of feel all right cool but randy what's, what's what's your take it was it was all right <laughs> i i think it's like it's like two movies like there's the there's the Ant-Man movie, but then there's the second half where it's like the kind of like the Kang movie. And I okay. really I like that part. But everything before that, it just it, like they're in like this like dimension, this like infinite dimension. But as they're traveling through, like exploring it, it always feels claustrophobic. It's like a weird thing with that movie. Like every time you feel like you're on a set and it's supposed to be like this expansive like galaxy. Like all that stuff, just uh, it's there's a lot of CG in it, and it's not always done that well. Oh, okay. Um, but the Kang stuff is really cool. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah, I think the Kang stuff is actually worth if you're interested in the stuff. I don't think the Kang stuff necessarily disappoints. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'll keep it simple. Yeah. Thank you, uh, King Tom. Yeah, I I could definitely see what Randy is saying about the, the visuals, how it. It feels like they're there, you know, it's supposed to go on forever, but there's eventually a wall there. And everyone's <laughs> off looking at the wall. Um, having said that, I'm with Les. I, you know, I, I was very entertained. I liked it. Um, I thought that Kang, Jonathan Majors did a great job as Kang. And there are two lines he says in, in separate parts of the movie that kind of tell you what a threat he is. And he delivers them just this, like, in this nonchalant, like, just matter-of-fact brushing it off type of way. And it's just, it gives you chills if you think about what it means. And, yeah, the the threat is definitely there. Um, It was a story about family, and and that part of it played very nice. The humor, um, it wasn't the funniest Marvel movie, but it, it, it was good. Um, you know, Paul Rudd and the rest of the cast, they, they did great. There was something that, and we, we could talk about this more after everyone else sees it, but there was something that didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Mm. Um, especially knowing real world stuff. And I was very surprised by that. Um, Okay. But it, it didn't, it didn't need to go, um, that way, so I liked it a lot. And then you know, I've seen some things online. We, we kind of mentioned Modoc people complaining, like, "Oh, how dare they do that to?" Mo-? And I, I loved the portrayal of Modoc. He's a fucking big head with baby arms and baby legs. And if you've ever read a comic with him in it, he is this petulant little asshole. Yes. Yeah. Right. And that's exact. You know, the character, the choice of what they did with him, his background. That was the perfect way to play off that mm-hmm. and and make it make sense in the story. Did you guys that you you guys watched it? Did you guys have a Star Wars feel to it? Because I had multiple people say 
that it, they kind of felt like they were trying to invoke Star Wars a it lot. Had, go ahead. Tom. Oh, I was going to say, there were like a few scenes that reminded me of like Coruscant or one of the cantinas or things like that. Okay. I okay. I, I'm going to say it, it was ba- it, it, it was all of those things. It was like, a, what's the guy who did Valerian? Valerian? Uh, the Valerian in a, the City of a Thousand pl- uh, Planets or whatever. Like, yeah. that kind of sci-fi. It had, like, the Fifth Element kind of feels. Mm-hmm. It had, like, every kind of colorful, uh, even, you know, like how uh, Ragnarok was. It had, like, just this type of vibrance. Like, it was just a different, like, especially in the quantum realm. That stuff was cool. Like, I, I kind of agree with Randy. Maybe the Scott Lang stuff wasn't as awesome as it could have been it was kind of funny it was you know it was like a leading to a setup and you're like okay cool but once we got to the quantum realm and you know like you said it became a kang movie it it took off from there you know it's interesting unless you said that do we believe you have an ant-man film this is a trilogy now of an ant-man yes. series yeah so you got yes. three ant-man films yes. so yeah people need to just uh, also know that like, we're we're living at a lucky lucky times for people that are into this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, but yeah, it's getting panned for some reason um, critically. But yeah, the scores on uh, audience, boo, yeah, you're right, they're they're up there, they're definitely up there. All right, cool. Anybody watch anything else other than Ant Man at all? Yeah, I did. I oh, did. what you got? What you got here? <laughs> I watched the menu. Oh, okay. That's like the kind of like a Ryan Johnson ripoff kind of thing is that what that is uh, did you did it feel like that n- no no oh no okay way, no way this was more along the veins of like uh your next uh like oh. it's survival you know secluded area okay. and then like survival kind of thing but uh it was good it was weird it was good okay but it was like perfect weird um it was it was very good very entertaining cool Many, yeah, I've heard, I've heard, and that has uh, Ralph. It's Ralph Fiennes, yeah, and the girl from Nicholas Holt on your yeah, Nicholas Joyce. Holt, it's it's a pretty Taylor good Joyce. cast, yeah, yeah, pretty good cast, yeah, pretty solid list. There, anybody you watch anything else? No, finished uh, Hunters. Yes, oh, okay. finished season two. Good for you. I it was, uh, it was well done, but I just wasn't prepared for it to go where it went. Right, it went, it went pretty crazy. It did. It went pretty crazy. Uh, um, yeah, great show. I'm still working on Lost. Mm-hmm. I'm at the beginning of season five, and the episodes are good. Uh, just I keep dozing off about two thirds of the way in, and then have to mm-hmm. the next night scroll through until I don't feel like I remember that, oh, and have yeah, to go. Yeah. But I am digging it, man. I. Again, my only real thing about it, and I guess it's not a complaint. It's just one of those things that for trying to guess what's going to happen, it's impossible. Because like <laughs> yeah, I said, it's mm-hmm. variable after variable yeah. after variable. Mm-hmm. And I realize I've said that every time I've talked about it, but my God. <laughs> it's oy. How many seasons does he have left? This and uh, one more. Okay. Just remember one thing. The, the very last scene of that show, I, it was exactly how I hoped it would end. The very last thing you see. And I was telling Les this like forty like two years into it. I was like, I hope it ends this exact not, way. Not not when the credits roll. No, not when the credits roll. Okay. No. 
Not there's a whole other thing about when the credits are rolling and right. Yeah, we can yeah, talk that about was, that then. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying the very, very last scene ever. Um, okay, cool. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Anybody, anything else? We're all good. Ready to get into some Star Wars and some some news, some sad news, I think, uh, regarding celebration. Um, but I guess maybe not sad news if you're going this year and you went last year. <laughs> Boo's shaking his head. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yep. All right, come on, Thrawn. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. Well, hey, before we jump into that sad news, let's talk about something else. I just kicked this to Raj to make sure he was hip to it. So our good friend Hawes of Hawes Burkhart of Blue Harvest fame and also High Potion, my, one of my favorite podcasts of all time, he is having a pretty major milestone birthday coming up. And mm-hmm. I reached out to him and I decided I'm going to build him a super dope lightsaber. And uh, so if anybody is interested in contributing to that project, hit me up. You know, it's several hundred dollars worth of stuff, but it's going to be dope as. And I'm he's real stoked on it. I'm real stoked on it. And uh, he's a big Kenobi uh, episode four guy as far as saber hilts go. And I got this really rad weathered one. It it looks good so if anybody's interested and please do not feel obligated the all i'm looking for is like it i'm going to cover all the rest and my labor is depends on what you call it it's either free or worthless it's one of those two but uh yeah (laughs) or any amount helps and um you know it's for our buddy hoss but again yeah this is on me so who will actually absolutely love it yeah but, well, you know, if anybody needs a weapon to strike down all those who oppose him, it's that guy. So <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. But yeah. uh, so hey, so leading off with the bad news part, right? It and I don't. Where was this even at? Because I saw it that some, some article just casually mentions how the next celebration is going to be in 2025. Yeah, it I was think an it, article yeah, on StarWars.com about like yes. the five things to do at this year's celebration. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, was like, "Dang!" Place. And I am starting to really get the uh, the mm-hmm. the FOMO for me too. London. Yeah. I wish I could go. I went ahead and on Xbox, they've got a go to celebration contest, and you can spend all of your Xbox points on it. And I got <laughs> several entries, <laughs> much, cool. much like the cost that labor, the lifesaver, several hundred. <laughs> but uh, I have apparently not one and i don't think it's over yet but anyhow yeah i would really like to go but 2025 and no date for it just a year mm-hmm. and ideally in my opinion it would be near the end of may but mm-hmm. yeah well you know what are you gonna do but we'll see i hope everybody who gets to go to london has the raddest of times uh even boo yeah <laughs> even me so yeah, that'll be see that one coming. That'll be good. <laughs> and uh uh I guess if we want to continue to talk about I don't know bad news per se, but uh Liam Neeson was talking to I guess this article I'm looking at is in Variety. Mm-hmm. And was he was talking about how in his book the spin-offs. Oh, he was talking to uh comicbook.com, but the most worthy of news sites and uh 
he thinks all the, all the spinoffs are diluting the mystery and the magic in a weird right, way. That's that. what he said. And I, I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I mean, that dude was in Star Wars. What room do I have to talk? But as I was reading this, I was hearing Qui-Gon's noble end in my head. So you can take that for what it's worth. <laughs> those, those spinoffs didn't dilute his bank account at all. Yeah. I, <laughs> I uh, Like I said, everybody's entitled to their opinion. And I was actually going to make some joke about did anybody get um, – uh, Star Wars vibes in Ant Man three. I said, "What that Disney's ruined it." <laughs> <But> <laughs> as a joke, because I love Disney or Star right, Wars. Right, right, right. But anyhow, yeah, that's a that's a thing, man. Anybody got any hot takes on what Liam Neeson's opinion is here? Yeah, the best hot take is at the end of the article. He goes, "But if they asked me to do a film, I'm kind of yeah, like a t- yeah. TV well, stop. I'd love said, to do the movies. Yeah, <laughs> he had said. said that before. Is that it would have to be a movie for him? He's, he's a like bit a, of a snob. He's a is snob, what he'd said, and that TV. was a long time ago that he said right, that. Right. You know, and the this question was: Is he doing that to throw us off from the fact that he was going to be in Kenobi? But anyway, right. there you go, Liam Neeson. Thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot for crapping on what still, what we still love. stood up in Kenobi, Eric. I mean, he still did it. You know, what yeah. I mean? And the Clone yeah. Wars. And the Clone Wars. And he has his son doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but hey. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that That is really, really cutting you to the core, I'm sure, sir. I saw the uh, trailer for Moro, which is his film noir detective. Uh, his movie he's doing all the junkets for. And, uh, yeah, it looks kind of cool, but it, it feels like they're trying to do film noir, but it doesn't really look film noir. It's uh, it's like they're really pushing that whole like L.A. Confidential thing, but it just didn't. I didn't get the vibes from it uh, off the trailer. But it looks like it's a movie that I would enjoy to go see. Uh, but yeah, didn't get the uh, artsy noir vibe on it. Yeah. Well, speaking of spinoffs, man, mm. John Favreau comes in with the heat and talks about how season four of The Mandalorian is already written. And it, wildly enough, they're trying to make all these things that are happening, to, you know, post Return of the Jedi in this era, all tie together somehow into a cohesive thing. Bonkers, bonkers approach. But I mean, that's that's cool to hear. I'm I'm excited. And uh, there's some rumors out there about the possibility that Book of Boba Fett two is a thing. And there's also the expectation that at Celebration Disney's going to announce the slate of movies and the expert, you know, that's the expectation anyway. But the fact that another right. season of Mandalorian is already written before the season three comes out, which is just what in another week and some change. Well, the reason for that, Eric, is because there's a massive writer strike that's coming and they're really worried that that's going to uh, affect the, uh, the production of Mandalorian season four. Gotcha. So they want, they wanted to get that out as fast as possible. So if there was, any rewrites it wouldn't be major rewrites and they would just do it ad hoc gotcha it would just be feloni and him doing it gotcha, so that's gotcha. why they wanted to get it done yeah well that's yeah that's that's interesting uh, that's yeah. a, a cool oh what's the word i'm looking for here some cool insight on it i yeah, hadn't yeah, yeah. i'm glad i'm glad it's thing. in the bank you know what i mean like yeah at least that won't be delayed because we know that happened with uh walking dead it kind of that was rough for the walking dead it gave a massive like break in the middle when they had so much momentum and then never really regrouped if i'm not mistaken it was really tough for them to regroup 
Do you, do you guys remember? Oh my God, this is so long ago, but whenever the NFL was on strike mm. and they were bringing these guys in to play, do you remember yeah. this? Yeah, the, the scrubs, yeah. Yeah, some of the best yeah. jokes Saturday Night Live ever had. They had, uh, was it Phil Hartman that did Jimmy the Greek? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was talking about like all the bets. <laughs> And they're like, oh, they got so-and-so quarterback, but they're not sure if he can get off work to make the game. <laughs> <He's asked laughs> <Exactly. off. laughs> oh, those yeah, are those. Good that's stuff. awesome. Uh, so the other big thing, man, is episode 10 of The Bad Batch. And I, I don't know. It. I enjoyed it. Please, please don't mistake what I'm getting ready to say next about that. But there was like they were trying to hit all these feel good elements where the downtrodden find out that they're the downtrodden almost by mistake. And mm-hmm. Omega immediately forgives the very person that stole her home and all of this stuff. And I was like, I and I mean, my God, they just hit you over the head like a big rubber mallet. Well, I owe you one if you ever need a thief. Here I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. Message received, you know. Right, but, exactly. But uh, it, the imagery was cool in this. And the whole thing where this mine has actually been profitable this whole time and this guy, which is essentially the whole thing from Solo where you've got this crime boss in the middle who's got all these kids working for him and he's starving them out and pitting them against each other needlessly so he's got more than enough money to feed these people he just doesn't want to do it uh yeah Yeah. they got their shit back so at least there's that yeah he was an ass like slow down eating bro i mean there's no reason to hoard oh yeah just tearing into it it. come yeah Yeah, i thought it was i thought it was cool looking it and it, it was it was a fun little story um Tattoo was crazy. That dude had on his neck, kind of like a yeah. I would think that would hurt really bad. They all had tats on them. Yeah, Yeah, they did. They were kind of like what you know what the clones were doing. Kind of like Hunter. I'm surprised that they didn't think he was one of them. And that the cool dude had like boy band eyebrow like markings. I thought that was you know yeah that was cool. You know yeah. We knew he only had one direction to go. Um, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you know what he said to them when they left? Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing that? No. That one didn't work out for me. Oh, my God, dude. I I was sitting around the other day trying to come up with inventions, right, that I thought could make me a million dollars. Right. And I had an idea for this pencil, but it had an eraser on each end. I took a look at it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is pointless. Well done. Thank you. I'm quite proud around, of that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, anybody got anything to say about this episode of Bad Batch? King Tom, it looks like you're dying to say something. <laughs> My thing is the, the, the kid who stole the ship, you know, he's he's working in this mine. He wants to leave. Why is he just leaving the ship? Why doesn't he take the ship to a new planet and start a new life somewhere? Other than that, I like the episode. It was okay. Yeah, it wasn't great, true. but I couldn't true. figure out why. Okay, you can go anywhere in the galaxy. Well, st- Omega, st- Omega asked him that in a way, and he said, "Because we're getting work down here. Like, where else am I going to go? Like, he doesn't know better. He's like, at least he's uh, like, we we're getting work." And, yeah, and, and and the way that he was flying that ship, like yeah. he's, I, I was like, this kid's going to slam into the wall. 
or oh, something yeah. like that. The fact that he landed as softly as he did, I was shocked. Because you see him, he's like, he's like, shut up, Gawk Droid. I'm going to fucking crash. Yeah. <laughs> you can barely down. see over the yeah, wheel exactly. like, or whatever you want to call it. And you'll be able to see. Right, yeah. exactly. What was with that fucking like dreads? He like fake dreads or something? Or like was it part of his cap? What was that? Maybe it's a helmet he took from somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's stolen. Yeah. He is yeah. a thief. Look yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe he wanted to have a mullet and couldn't grow one. I, who knows? Yeah. But uh, you know, I am glad that they got their ship back, specifically because I like the design of the ship. I think it's really mm-hmm. cool, and yeah. I didn't think they'd be super keen on letting it go because Omega views it as their home. This is the only place I've because that's one of the things she says is, "Look, I get you." I feel you. I know. I know what you're saying. That's this ship is our home. We live here, and that that has a real meaning to her. And I don't think they would be quick to write that off. I mean, who knows? They surprise me all the time. They blew up the <laughs> damn Razor Crest right after I paid five hundred bucks for the, the right. one I got sitting up there. That was such a buzzkill, man. I still can't believe they did that shit. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, don't get me wrong. His new, his, his new Mando's new ship is cool. It's quite impractical for a bounty hunter. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, my sister and I were, I want to say, like four and two, somewhere around there. My dad, being the good family man that he was at that young age, went out and bought a Triumph Spitfire convertible. <laughs> Two-seater. And oh yeah, we would have to ride in the little little boot section right behind the seat. Yeah, that's because that was back then when you could get away with that crap. And honestly, yeah. we were probably pretty safe because we were pinned in hard between the <laughs> back wall of the car and the seat. Yeah, that's it's kind of like that. Hey, I got I'm a family man. I got a family. Here's our two vehicles: a pickup truck. <laughs> there was no extended cab, and a Triumph Spitfire convertible. Right. Yeah. Lucky he's the family. I remember guy. I took Malik out very young age and the Mustang and I put a car seat back there and I rolled down the, the top and he was he loved it, but he had his tongue out like he was like one of those dogs. So he was just like <laughs> ah. He uh, absolutely loved it. Yeah. It that's cool. funny. Um well listen, I don't have anything else, man. We got what uh, six more episodes of Bad Batch? Is that <laughs> you were going to say fuck. No. <laughs> I was going to say five, but I think fuck. it's six. I feel like there's 16 episodes of Bad Batch. Yeah. And, um, Is it 16? Yeah. Jesus. And I'm yeah, pretty sure that the last day will be two episodes released at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, five more weeks. Yeah, there will be. There will yeah. be. I think so we're going to have... Several weeks, four weeks that where an episode of The Mandalorian, an episode of The Bad Batch come out on the same day. Yes. Am I thinking about that right? Am I doing the math right? Yeah. No, no you're right. March 1st. Five right? weeks. Five weeks. Yeah. So there's that. Right. Da, 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 da. Well, uh, I did get, I had the pleasure to record with the Rogue Rebels last night with Sal, and uh, we talked about Battle of Jeddah and that whole radio drama that they did or. Uh, audio drama as they call it and i had a blast and that's coming out in the next couple of weeks so check that oh, out peeps, that are into star wars it's going to be cool yeah i had a great time it, breaking oh, everything down is the prowess family heading to london for celebration i think some of them are i don't know if all of them are yeah so hmm. listen people mm-hmm. of the internet if you are headed to london for star wars celebration 
try to meet Sal Perales if you can and his family. Oh, yeah, you are yeah. not going to meet a better group of people. No, ever. you're absolutely not. You know, of all the stories you've heard about Sal and you're wondering, oh, how can anybody live up to that hype? Trust me, the any hype we've tried to generate here doesn't even scratch the surface of what it's like in reality. Yeah. Remember so, when Han says it's true, all of it? That's, mm-hmm, that's pretty much mm-hmm. what it is with him. Yeah. Uh, he is a genuine article. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, let's jump. Thank you, Eric, for that um, Star Wars talk. That was awesome. And Boo, I think it's time for some bits. Let's do it. Bits, it better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. I can't put that on the soundboard because I got to visually see that. You know what I mean? It pumps me up. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Real, 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 real pump up there. Yeah. Um, I just, something that uh, that pumped me up earlier today that I that I saw. Um, wow, I like it. <laughs> Best segues ever, dude. Oh yeah, just, just keep oh, it yeah. up. So usually, you know, we, we talk music on this podcast sometimes, and you know, there's there's other portions, but this is something I saw that was pretty cool. Uh, the Rolling Stones are gonna are gonna come out with a new album. Yeah, you know, piqued the interest of a couple of people, and they're gonna work with uh, what's left of the Beatles. They're gonna work with Ringo and uh, Paul McCartney. Really? Yeah, yeah. This is this is very odd because those two got in a little spat a couple yeah. uh, last year. Yeah, um, that's that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. R- Ringo and McCartney? No, no, yeah, McCartney Ringo. and and Jagger. Mm. Yeah. Because one of them called the other one a, a roach. Yeah. No, 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 he did not. No, but one of them did say that it, McCartney, in the nicest McCartney way, you know, McCartney can't be a dick, but McCartney said, I always just viewed them as a, uh, as a cover band. <laughs> You're talking about the Stones, dude. That's ice like, cold. If not 1A, 1B, like they're right there, like one top five in history of rock and roll you think of the rolling stones uh but yeah that was kind of, and then then so he said something jagger came back and tucked some shit back but i'm glad i guess they've hashed it out well what was mccartney's reasoning for that it's like is it their blues influence and how all i, I don't know it was a, it was an interview I mean, and what's they, the they they brought up the fact that something about yeah. were you mad that lennon was going into studio and watching them perform because that was happening a lot um and then mccartney's like no like uh, I, I they never thought of them as a real threat or anything they were just like a cover band to us very like nonchalant like eh. very dismissive yes very dismissive. yeah jeez and jagger's like you know more like this one. <laughs> 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 oh, damn i think i just pulled something back there <laughs> oh he told uh he told paul mccartney don't start me up Oh, nice. Nice, boo. Thank you. Um, <laughs> of all the songs. Well done. You know. <laughs> um, uh, some, you know, this is uh, some sad and, and some good news at the same time. Uh, oh. Cocaine Bear comes out this weekend. I'm going to yes. see it. I'm very excited. Uh, and uh-huh. this is uh, Ray Liotta's Don't Laugh at Me. It's going to be, it's going to no, win an Oscar. Say, wait, did you say very excited or very excited? Oh, oh, that's I think funny. he said very, but he you thought Barry. he said very. I thought he said very. Okay, oh, I gave you very excited for... there. there we go. Had yes. he said very excited, I would have been laughing with you, bud. Yeah. 
<laughs> if you would have said very excited, you would have got the power up for sure. Oh, power damn up. it. All right. I'm still, still working on it. Um, Wait, could we just do Could we just retake that? You want you want to do it again? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do, do it again. It again. Okay. Wait, hold on, right. hold on. Not yet. Hold on, hold on. I was. I, okay. I thought you'd have something like that. That's pretty right. good. All right. Yeah. Uh, so this weekend, uh, I'm going to see uh, Cocaine Bear, and I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Very excited. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. You used, that's really wow. good. You used very excited. Boo. That's cool. Oh, boo. 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 you're getting really good at this witty oh, yeah. bro why are you here with oh. this you should be like on some like late yeah. night talk i'm dang I'm, it I'm, I'm hosting saturday night live in uh in april yeah i just haven't told you guys no no that's a complete oh. lie uh so i'm very excited to see it I'm gonna see it this weekend <laughs> and then uh um, did it again guys i did, I did. there you go um right. he's drunk with power yeah, yeah exactly yes. so don't Give it in, she'll take a foot. Yeah, the, foot. my, my ego is just getting bigger. Yeah. You guys bigger. can't see it, but right now Boo is laying on his back, pushing himself Ooh. with his feet like the bear does in the trailer. <laughs> right. Right. Just, right. The only thing he's missing is le- le- less his legs that he could be yeah, touching with his feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Why are you guys going to bring that up? Man? Ooh, that, that, was, awesome. that was, that was no. one of the greatest moments in Sithless history, dude. Uh all right, Randy. If you don't know what we're talking about, because oh, you don't know, it's uh, good. We were it's in good, the old man. Sith layer back in the, the laundry room days, and yeah. <laughs> and like Boo's, Boo used to when we before YouTube and videos. Boo used to come in pretty much just like <laughs> looking is, homeless. Yeah, looking homeless, right. and uh, he'd always kick he off his relaxed. chunklas. It's okay to be relaxed. Oh yeah, we're all relaxed. He'd kick yeah. off his chunklas, and then one day Les just like jumps out of his chair <laughs> because Boo's leg is halfway up Les's leg, his bare feet is like all the way he up. Inadvertently, Les's leg. he kicked his sandal off, and he had inadvertently, while he was bringing his leg up over his knee, his toes like legit caressed, like, caressed yeah. my calf, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Because it felt weird. It just felt weird. Dude. And I'm like, what are those? Yeah. Get your claws away from <laughs> Went from there, man. It was funny, though. <sighs> it was funny. That's hot. That yeah, is it was. Shocking. It was shocking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, back to Cocaine Bear. Um, <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah this is Ray Liotta's uh, last movie. Last yes. movie, so it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a winner. Um, so it's yeah, he's sad. What does that yeah. mean? <laughs> it's because he's in it. It's gonna be a winner. Oh, okay. And then and then also uh, he's uh, posthumously getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on February twenty fourth. Ah. So that's Friday this Friday. So gotcha. um, I, I I think he should have had it earlier. Yeah, but, right. Know, the fact that he's getting it nonetheless is uh, is what matters. So. Yeah, well deserved. Jeez. Yes, absolutely. Uh, something else that I saw that I found interesting. I don't know why it's happening, but okay. There should be another live action Hellboy reboot. Oh, so this would be the the okay. third, the third run, the third go at it. Uh, I I I didn't know it was a it was a comic series before the first movie came out. So <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. I haven't read any of the comics. It's cool. Does it need cool. a third cool. a third go? Does it deserve a third go? Les is what very is, pro Hellboy, so he's good. What is what yeah. somebody sell me on doing it for a third time? I, I I'm with you, Les. I think that they can make something out of it. It's just 
Del Toro's first and second ones, those were good. They mm-hmm. were actually really good for what they they for the for what he did and what you get with Guillermo del Toro, which was like actual costumes, puppetry. You know, he put a lot into that. Uh, so that effort is there. But I think with the CGI, how advanced it is now, you can probably pull off an actual macabre, really dark, like actual go into the level, like take it to where it's supposed to be. With oh, that would be interesting. I like that. You know, like uh, if they can or they can do it in a way like maybe in the how like uh, the Sandman on Netflix how that is right. but yeah. in yeah, all yeah. honesty like I think it's worth it it's worth another try uh, yeah just yeah it, it, I think it's worth another try maybe with the actual more CG maybe just make Hellboy completely CGI uh, or you know whoever the actor is obviously um, but yeah, I think it could work. There you go. But this this might help because there's like a small synopsis about what the the reboot's going to be about. Uh, Hellboy and a rookie uh, BPRD agent are stranded in 1950s rural Appalachia as they discover a small okay. community haunted by witches, led oh, by a local go. devil with a troubling connection to Hellboy's past. Uh, the Crooked Man, I guess, is the major oh. bad guy. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, that okay. sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. I was going to say they kind of need to get away from the World War II thing, though. If they are going to do it, they need to get away from the Nazis and uh, Nazis and their occult kind of thing. Okay. Like it's part of the origin, but get get away from that. Like, yeah, yeah. Just just go find something. Leave else. that I mean, to Indiana cool. Jones. Uh, yeah. For now, I just wonder no. what other characters are going to bring up, unless it's is it if it's just Hellboy and the officer mm. you know i just wonder which other character because that's the cool part is like the other characters like abe sapien and uh daniel daniel day kim played one where he turns into like a jaguar in uh the last one that was that was the harbor <laughs> one yeah i think it was the david harbor one if i'm not mistaken. yeah, yeah i think yeah. it was him yeah it was Dang daniel it. Day kim i didn't see that one the David one. Harbor one is. Uh, if you watch it at <laughs> it, home, it, it bombed. It's really perfect bad. for you to do watch it the way you prefer to watch it, boo. Which is Naked. feet up. Oh yeah, pretty much rubbing yeah. on less soda blade. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go. There you That's how you like to relax. Buddy. Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing more like less screaming to put oh, me in a man. in a calm mood. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh man. Um uh so there's been there's been some some interesting talk about how there really hasn't been that much stuff coming on Disney Plus. Maybe it's a little bit slow. There's just hasn't been really a large, you know, besides Star Wars and Marvel stuff, other stuff has been trickling in. Uh so they've been talking uh it looks like the only two shows Marvel-wise that are coming out on Disney Plus for the entire year now. That are only, the only two that are going to make it are Loki season two, and then the uh, and then the Secret Invasion uh, show. I'm, I'm not sure if that's going to be more than one season, but yeah. So it only looks like Loki and uh, Loki season two and uh, Secret Invasion are the only things that are going to be on Marvel wise on Disney oh. Plus. 
Yeah. And, but then also something those I, I, I surprised Eric didn't put it on the uh, the Star Wars news. Looks like Rosario Dawson said that uh, Ahsoka, her Ahsoka show is going to be on Disney Plus uh, in the fall. She says that it's going to really? come out in the fall. Um, so oh, shit. let's hope so. Let's, let's hope so. I, I, maybe that'll be announced at Celebration. Who knows? Fall of 2024, probably. I, I forgot uh, about that. What was the speculation? of? I felt like that was moved back some. Like, originally, they expected it to be announced that it was going to come out, um, like, very late summer or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, I mean, fall still of this year would be pretty great. I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, yeah. I just wasn't sure how much of a move that really was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to that show. Yeah, no, it should be good. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah, that's going to be that's one of the ones I'm most looking forward. To. That's going to be crazy, especially just if to see Thrawn in live action. I think yes. that's going to be and Ezra a sight to behold. Yeah, and Sabine, right? Yeah, shit, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be rad. A uh, couple of or uh, one other Marvel thing, uh, Fantastic Four is starting to to gear up. You know they're doing their due diligence, putting the movie together. It looks like they're going to cast Sue Storm as the first uh, part of the Fantastic Four. So I guess she'll be a the everyone else will be fitted off of you know whoever they cast for that role. Um, okay. So I, I I found that interesting. I, I I was wondering, what do you guys or who do you guys think uh, well, could be the best Sue Storm? Well, just really quick, since you guys all saw um, Ant Man, I had said on the podcast a long time ago that I wanted the dude from The Good Place, the guy who plays Cheaty, to be uh, ah. Mister Fantastic, and he was in this movie. I was like, oh, they just used them. Yeah, they, like uh, he would have been the perfect Mister Fantastic. Actually, Randy. You brought up something that I was thinking about. Uh, they're what is it? Marvel's getting very good uh, black actors to play yeah. certain roles, but the thing is, like, some of the it, I just wish they were casting more black heroes because, yeah, right. we're getting Kang with Jonathan Majors, but we all know that's it. Like, that's it. Like yeah. he's gonna play king and that's it michael b jordan played killmonger that's it like you're like and they did good jobs you know uh uh again in this case with um what's the name what's the actor again that you called out uh i don't know his uh his name he played in the good place yeah the good place yeah yeah and even watching him i'm like oh this is a guy that they wanted for reed richards like yeah so it's i mean it's not a bad thing but it's like uh it's just yeah, you no, know what? Striking it, well, the iron's hot, pretty much. To, to go one step further with that, it seems like it's, Hollywood in general. It seems like there is trepidation to do a not so much with females, but with men. There is a lot of trepidation about doing like race swaps. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. You That's guys notice? I, I, it dawned on me last night when I was watching that. I was like. Yeah, like there, there never seems to be a problem doing it with women, but when you take a guy and switch him to another race, then it starts, especially with a black dude, it mm-hmm. becomes like a lot. It doesn't seem to ever happen. I don't know. I think I know what it is. I don't want to admit that that's probably what it is, but yeah, it's got, it doesn't happen too often. Are they going to say that um, MCU Kang is 
also, what is it, Nathaniel Richards, a descendant of Reed Richards? Ooh, that's a question to ask. Oh, because if they because they are gonna, you know, they are making Fantastic Four, and if they do include that, then that's a possibility. Are they still going that? uh, Like, is that still how they view that character at this point, or they have have they kind of like debunked in the comics? Or yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because I know that was a thing for a pretty good stretch of time, but I just don't know if that's still the case. That's interesting. Huh. It might be. I don't know either. Uh, that would, I mean, if they were, when are they going to do the Fantastic Four? Because that's a very good point to bring up. Yeah. You know, as far yeah. as like the rich. Well, if they're starting movie. to cast Sue Storm, what, like in the next couple months? Is that what they're saying, Boo? Uh, they didn't really give a timeline, but they said that, yeah. that looking for a Sue Storm and she's going to be priority? the first member of the Fantastic Four that they're going to cast. Well, you have to find someone who is going to display or at least uh, physically portray, be able to portray an actual mother and also a very powerful character, like a very powerful hero, like underrated. Invisible Woman is underrated. Uh, She can do so many different things. And then uh, I think a lot of people forget, uh, for the most part, the Fantastic Four are like they're the granddaddies like you know if anything if the mcu was supposed to be the mcu it'd be the fantastic four not the avengers right you know they'd be (laughs) they'd be the it'd be the fantastic four the king dynasty or whatever it would not even be the avengers the avengers would be something that would be some be like a secondary thing because that's at least in the comics that's the level like if they can't if a threat comes to the earth if if they usually handle it them four alone handle it. So, and Sue Storm's a big part of that. It's not like she's just hanging out, you know. So I don't know who they. I just don't know who they'd find to cast. Like, yeah, I don't know enough about the characters to like have like a like a hot take on who I think they should cast. But I think uh, it's safe to say that. So I I think uh, Kate Mara did it last, right? Yeah, Kate Mara mm-hmm. was the last one. And I don't think she really got a fair shake on that role. And no one, and I don't think any of them did. Alma mm. was okay. There was no, no, yeah. no. I'm talking about the last one. I think those actors. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Mm, yeah. To be fair, I think the first like third of that movie is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't mind it. It, it goes to it, shit. It goes to yeah, shit. Yeah, but the first, first chunk of it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. The characters, how they modernized it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I I don't know. I, I really, I don't even know where you start with Sue Storm. And they'd have to modernize her because what I remember most is she's like literally your typical Aussie and Harriet kind of like based on that, you know, like uh, Miss Cleaver. Yeah, like yeah. Donna Reed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but she's a badass. So got to find that perfect combination. Uh, we'll see. Hmm. You know who would have been great at it would have been um, what's her name played Wanda the plays Wanda. Oh, uh, are they Elizabeth gonna go blonde Olsen? though? Are they gonna go blonde? Well, she can do. Other, they have to. Colors, I'm saying if they didn't have her as Wanda, she would have been really good. Hmm. Yeah, I could see I guess, that. I, I could see it. Yeah. 
I guess it depends on what they're going. If they're gonna, are they gonna try to like um, do a new twist on the Fantastic Four? Are they gonna go very much like what, for the most part, the movies have done so far? Right. Is trying to do that very wholesome like interpretation of the Fantastic Four. And if they go that way, then it seems pretty easy to figure out who they like. It narrows down the list pretty yes seriously. Yeah, Randy, I, I think I have the perfect casting. I think Dua oh, Lipa. Oh yeah, Dua Lipa. Yeah, bleach blonde. Yeah, I, I could tell you. <laughs> she, she is my entire hair, Fantastic Four. She is fantastic. <laughs> She's a four plus six. <laughs> yes, that's true. He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh just a couple more bits. Um some Warner Brothers uh DC bits here. Uh Robert Pattinson's gonna uh, his Batman character will appear in the, the penguin uh, show on uh, HBO Max. Um so really? I thought that was, yeah. Yeah, so, so he's gonna make an appearance. Hell yeah, that's freaking rad. So that'd be cool. So he, he won't just be donning it in, uh, in Batman 2. Um, and then also, uh, M. Night Shyamalan just had, uh, what was yeah. it, uh, Cabin in the Woods or, or, or Knock, at, knock the at the Cabin? Knock at the knock, Cabin. Thank you. Knock at the Cabin. Uh, That's in the woods. I, I still want to see that one. It, it looks pretty good. Um, he just signed a multi-year first look deal with Warner Brothers. Um so, so that's uh, a lot of money, man. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, he, he had everybody can talk shit. You know, be like, oh, his ending suck, or you know, he he has he's still a really good director. You know, the guy does mm-hmm. does his job, puts uh, asses in seats. You know, and, and he still makes you know all the way up until the end, or for the most part, and an and an and entertaining movie. So you can't really hate yeah, on the it thing with him. It's like playing Russian roulette. And it's fun to go see if it's going to be dog shit or it's going to be great. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Agree, yeah. Some of his stuff yeah. is just phenomenal. That's funny. And but, but some has... of his stuff is just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, has I saw, a... was that old? That movie old? Yeah. Oh, how yeah, was I, that? I, it was fucking horrible. I <laughs> felt like I aged as much as the people as the fucking skeletons on the beach. It was ridiculously bad. But then so you crazy. you go see uh, what was the first one the the Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense no no not those those were great Unbreakable was great Success even uh, well that's Science, what's crazy Science was like, great yeah and there's Science Sixth yeah. Sense Unbreakable then there's The Happening The Happening yeah, was awful garbage, yeah. so bad awful. Lady in the Water I, I even like the Village terrible. I even really liked the Village yeah the Village I think was I was good. the only one I liked the Village I liked it too I thought it was a cool twist but then he came out with just like lady in the tub or something or something lady, like that. In, the wa- lady, in, lady the in the water, water i think yeah budget version yeah yeah uh, awful what's and, the other one the visit is actually good the visit's good but he didn't, he didn't even, even put his, put his, name, his name, on name on it he well, didn't even put his name on careful, it he had, like ghost bombed it. like three in a row what about the one in the elevator split was awesome and then, evil uh, right or devil devil yeah i don't i don't think was that him and what was the yeah, trilogy? Was him. They didn't put his name on it, though. Well, the, the trilogy was Mr. Glass. Oh, Glass. Glass. No, uh, mm-hmm. no split. Unbreakable. So it was Unbreakable. Split. Unbreakable and split. Glass. And Split yeah. was like, wow. Split was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Mr. Glass was me. like... Uh, yeah. So has the Knock at the Cabin come out yet? Or has it oh, yeah. It's, it's, that was yeah, number no, one. I, I think it's, I think it's on office. digital already. <laughs> I think. It's number one. Yeah, it was... It was, it was two weeks ago. Last was it? Two, was two, it only one week that it was number one? It, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. his worst. It was his worst number one ever. But he was still number one. 
Hey, he'll take it. There was an article about how his movies oh. really haven't made that much over the over the last like six movies, but he's still got this crazy make a deal. Um, right. Be, because it's like the thing with him is you never know. The next one could make a fucking billion dollars. You right. just don't know with him. Yeah. That's yeah, fair. You know, he he yeah. could direct a avatar, uh, an Avatar movie. Well, he did. I exactly. Uh, What's that one director about. that we all like really really like that we watched that trailer for? James Neil Cameron. Neil Breen. Yeah, Neil Breen. Why don't they give Neil him Breen. one of those contracts? <laughs> Goddamn, Neil Breen came up on my YouTube suggestions, dude. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was that's so pissed. The worst. I was like, oh god, darn it. Does he does he do any interviews? Has he ever done like? A, has anybody ever sat down and His talked? We should have one of if yeah, we want to know watch. anything about Mill Breen, his resume is right there on the on the celluloid, my friend. <laughs> Everything you need to know about Mill is right there. We should do we should do a breakdown with him on the show. I'd love to have Something tells here. me we're probably oh, not the not first people who are going to ask for a Mill Breen movie reaction. Oh my god! Oh yeah, that would we'll go to we'll go to. His well, I, that's I something. Would enjoy that. No, yeah, please, I would definitely do that. I would do love that. to do that. Please don't torture us. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, I would Lord, love to that's do a that. punishment. It's not. It's not fun. Yeah. Oh, How hard man. do you think it would be to get him on the show? Not hard at all. Oh no! Oh, no. I don't think not at all. all. Don't I, I like. I, I think he might be one of these people who like. He only did up the New York ass. Times. You know, he's waiting. He's waiting. Oh, for you the think beat. so? I agree oh, with King God. Tom. Yeah, he's I saying, think "What? What, what is this? What, what's going on?" He's like, "I'm. I'm an auteur. He's been on Mike Zero. I was about to say. <laughs> he's going to think this beneath him, dude. It's, he's, he can teleport wherever he wants. Why would he hang out with us? Dude? That's true. funny. That's true. That's fair. Fucking guy. He's fair. The last one was the best. The last one was the best. That was good. That was very good. I'm going to have to Yeah. Well done. Well done. That's all I got. That's, That's all your bits. It's all hey. my bits. That's all good. It's all good. Um, I think uh, before we end the show, I'm not in the show. We're going to talk about Last of Us, obviously, right now. But um, I forgot to tell you guys that I got Malik into watching the Transformers, the original, uh, the G1s. And I couldn't find it anywhere until I looked it up. And it's on Tubi. And I text uh, Randy about Tubi. What a hidden little gem Tubi is, by the way. Completely free. Everything in HD. And they have legitimate shows and movies on there. Ready for all that to change, buddy? After their Super Bowl campaign, Mm -hmm. oh, you think they start getting hit with the seven ninety nine? Probably. Oh god! I was just—I couldn't believe I was watching Transformers in HD, original Mm -hmm. without any commercials. Um, Oh, it's no commercials. Yeah, no commercials. I did not know that. Yeah, I watched. uh, Me and Malik watched. uh, Autobots transform. It was all day long, man. All day long. And he loved it. He God, loved that it. That sound effect is the best. No, it's just the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. I wish, like, if I had, like, an orgasm sound, that would be it. You know what I mean? Like, if everybody had their own orgasm sound. Could you imagine? Like, listen, right before you go. Listen, listen, listen. Transform. There it is. Wait, who added the... Uh... <laughs> Well, I had to add like a bit, like I wanted to get meta, you know. I want to get into it, like method okay. acting. Yeah, yeah, I could have did this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No method acting, please, sir. All right. All right. It's all pretend. 
it's all, it's all pretend. But I mean, I was like, that's that's a question for all you guys. What would be your jasmony sound? Oh no, um, no. Uh, the Wilhelm <laughs> Wilhelm scream. Wilhelm scream. <laughs> <laughs> that would be rad. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eric's thinking. He's thinking hard right now. I just think that's a wildly inappropriate question, and I think that crosses a line somehow. From somehow the, that was the for thing the Sith list. No, come on. We've gotten way worse than this. What's your Trust. jizz noise? Yeah. Oh no, no. no you don't have to say jizz. I said jasmoni, bro. You don't have to go yeah. there. when you're literally at your most vulnerable. What? Yeah. Right. What's your what sounds coming out? The one that uh, Goofy makes whenever he falls down <laughs> like a ship. <laughs> These are like incredibly self-deprecating <laughs> oh sounds. <laughs> Something like that, dude. Well, gosh. Well, gosh. Oh, gosh. King Tom is gonna turn red right now. Oh. Scooby Doo's uh, rut roll. Yeah. <sighs> mine would probably be Pee Wee from Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he's brushing his teeth and he's pretending like he goes, Mad Dog! <laughs> that would be uh, <laughs> That would be awful. Could you imagine? Uh, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> I'm listening. Tom, to I reason. think that just leaves you, Tom. <laughs> bring it home, King Tom. Bring it home. The, um, like the laugh track from Seinfeld whenever Kramer would walk in the door. How like the crowd oh. would explode in applause. Yeah, that right, would be yeah. Or just a regular like this. Oh, what the hell are you doing? I, a friend of mine was showing me this guy made a thing where like he had a, um, a motion sensor on his alarm. And he had programmed it to where it would play that riff from Seinfeld when he didn't walk in. But like one out of every 25 times, it would do <laughs> oh, like the, the sound when Kramer comes sliding in. It would be the crowd sound. I'm like, that, that's, that would be cool. That's pretty great. DJ sound would be cool, though, right? Like, you'll never be doing that ever again. Yeah. Like, oh, like, that's, true. That's, true. that's a good way to get blocked. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well. It if so if it would be Seinfeld that I want to change my answer then it would be Putty going high five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. High five. Or back oh, to Pee Wee, you could just say to. tell him Large Marge sent you. Oh yeah. <laughs> or it would be remember after Pee Wee's um, fall from grace, if you will. Yes. When he appeared on, I want to say band, it was yeah. MTV Music Awards mm -hmm. as oh, Pee Wee as his in yes. character, and people are like cheering, and he's like. So, hear any good jokes yeah. lately? Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, right. Well, guys, um, we're Last of Us, episode number six, I believe, right? Yes. Um, Randy, take us home. They went to Wyoming. Um, they did. They met up with Tommy. A lot of uh, character development beautiful episode it looked Love, really this nice. music is very just like it adds so much to the uh the dialogue uh, what did you guys beautiful. think of the episode 
I loved it, man. I loved it, loved it, loved it. The way the subdued emotion of him meeting up with Tommy and then how that blossoms into a thing. And the the Native American couple at the beginning just cracked mm-hmm. me oh, up, man. So the funny. wife was so good. And uh, but the super the bright shining star of the episode was Joel's monologue about being scared. It was so heartfelt and so real and so just vulnerable. It was amazing. And uh, just what when you saw this town and these people trying to do this thing and have some sort of normalcy and it was just so cool and it was probably one of the most real episodes that they've had so far pedro pascal is masterful but everybody in this is a tremendous actor and uh the girl who plays ellie i cannot think of her name bella Bella ramsey yeah was so good in this she was so so good and uh, the way they played off the whole thing with um, Joel, her overhearing Joel telling Tommy, I'm going to end up getting here killed. I need you to take this. And then he like tries to do the thing where he severs the relationship by with anger to help mask the pain of the separation. Right. You know, it, it, but then shows up in the morning. And uh, that was just, and how quickly the whole, this, just the scene of you deserve a choice. And she throws the bag into his hands and says, let's go. I'm like, that's right. really cool. And, uh, you know, ultimately, Definitely. unfortunately, just because I've heard people talk about the, the games, I have an idea of what's uh, coming in the future. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And not, no, I don't, I'm not trying to spoil that for anybody. I just mean, I wish I had no clue and that it was all, up to me to try to guess but uh the landscape the scenery the feelings the music was absolutely masterful in this episode the way it all fit into what was going on just just a plus 10 out of 10 definitely the performances this episode pay off like on the like the layers to each character there's so much that is performed but not spoken Mm mm-hmm in the case where you're talking like with Joel, like going back in the morning, like he presents it as he's going back, like for her benefit, like I'm going to give you, you should have a choice, but it's totally about him. Like he just, he needs to go back. Right. He presents it. Like it's never spoken, but like, it's pretty obvious. Like after hearing everything, the way he's talking about, he's making a decision for himself. Well, you know, him seeing the girl in the crowd that looked like his daughter Mm. from the back. And I mean, honestly, even when she turned full profile chasing after her own kid, it looked like his daughter. Right. And that affecting his every decision from there on out. And to find out that, that, you know, his problem was... um, like whenever he was stepping outside and the cold air would like take his breath away and he would almost like his heart was stopping and to realize it was a panic attack and not, not a physical ailment per se, or at least as far as we can tell and him burying his soul like that. God dang, because he's so stoic all the time. I did not expect that to come out of his mouth. It was so good. It was so freaking good. Especially the script for that. 
yeah like the the lines they wrote it's like god that, now how faithful knife. is that to what happens in the game that that particular scene isn't in um the uh game oh wow that was a complete completely original scene the uh original like interaction with tommy's a little bit different as well so yeah that was entirely new stuff i will say though that the scene that happens after it where he talks to ellie i i think they actually did it the, it was performed better in the game oh really yeah believe it or not like this is the first time i've thought that huh that was a whole performance as it, as it is. That that's got to be one. Yeah, of it was. The game, but yeah, no, the, the game one I think was a better performance. Wow. Well, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If some wealthy benefactor wants to buy me a PS Five, <laughs> I will buy the games myself, <laughs> and I will play, and I will write a Good book deal. report on my experiences. <laughs> there you go. A book report. <laughs> so, you know, please. Let's make that a thing. Um, I love the show. I thought that Tommy's wife, whose name I can't remember. Maria. 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 I liked her quite a bit. And I totally. liked just the understated simplicity of how Ellie was being a punk ass uh-huh. to everybody because she doesn't know how to let her guard down and be vulnerable with people. Mm-hmm. But also how Maria told her, don't be careful who you trust. Be careful who you who you let your guard down with, and you're not making a mistake by acting like this to me. Right. And I I just thought that was cool. I I don't know, man. I love this show. I'm so glad it's a thing. They had so many cool as someone who has played all the games. There was so many cool like Easter eggs that I did not expect to see in this episode without like going into them and potentially spoiling it for anyone. There's just so many things I didn't expect them to do in this episode. Let me ask you this. How much, you know, they've go to this scenery that where there's just nobody for miles. Mm-hmm. Are they cutting stuff out CGI wise, or are they literally finding these locations that are just desolate for miles on end where you can do this and nobody like interrupts your shot? You know what I mean? Yeah, because way- where they're at, like it's supposed right. to be in Wyoming or Montana. Mm-hmm. And that is open expanse. If you've never been out there, it's kind of yeah. neat and almost overwhelming. The empty space in between um, populated areas, right? Right, yeah. But even still, man, I think it would be difficult to achieve that. You know, because obviously like if a plane were to fly over, they would take that out in post but god yeah. dang yeah i know they're filming it all in uh up in canada mm-hmm. so i they might they have good like strips of area but you, you're asking kind of like were you asking kind of how it contrasts like to the game well no do you think that that's all just legitimately empty everything yeah, you know i you know i've been surprised you know the one that really got me is remember episode three the one with bill and frank yeah the way they shot that city, it's all practical. The, the city was built. But what they did in order to get those camera shots is they didn't build roofs on any of the buildings. Really? So they could shoot, they could pull cameras within the uh, interiors. So it's a basically a city without roofs. So instead of having like sets, yeah, they, they, was, really they were built legitimate the, yeah. enclosed houses. 
Yeah, like they actually, that's how they got like natural lighting and everything. Like well, a, I'll be there. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I know that Jackson, Eric, was an actual town that they mm-hmm. found that looked very similar to Jackson in the video game. And then they just came in and did the facade. But what you're seeing is an actual town that they're walking around in. That's cool. And it is pretty dead on. Like even like the buildings are pretty much the same. It's actually really good. How do, how do you leave that place, though? After after right. 20 years of fighting to live, struggle, the shit they've gone through. I'm like, how do you? Your brother's here. You power. Yeah, take mm-hmm. house, you know, 38, left, left, and right. We got homes available. You know, there's heat, a hot shower, right. clothes. You just got to, you know, pull your own weight. And, yeah, you're good. I'm like, I I don't know how you continue. I'd, I'd look at the kid and be like, we got to stay here. We got to – We I'd, I understand you might be the future, but this is the future we have now. Yeah. You know, right. I'd, I'd look at her and be like, I'm almost 60, kid. I only got 20 years left, and the last 20 have been awful. I'm going to make this last 20 I got hopefully as good as I can before my heart gives out, yeah, which is, is tough. rather soon as it seems. I so think – but it's like, I, say, I don't humanity know how you, or, it. you have to be so, so selfish to, yeah. to do I'd that. Be like, I, yeah. I can't leave. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to leave. But at the same time, because Araj, I agree with you, but I think a lot of it is less about saving humanity because I don't know if he actually thinks it's possible. I think mm-hmm. it's more of because he talks about what yeah. he's done and how crap, yes. you know, he murdered well, people. Told him. That, yeah. And he is he doesn't deserve it and the amount of self-destruction that people do to themselves when they think they don't deserve happiness they don't deserve this they don't deserve that their decision making is driven by that and they uh, are self-destructive and he feels like that's some sort of atonement for what he's done because i'm not convinced he actually thinks that mankind can be saved I think he would love for that to be a thing, but I don't know that he believes it. Mm. But that, you know, mm. I could be way off base. The one thing I loved about the episode is that, that to me at the end, well, not the, the very end, but to me, before we got to the very end, there was there's hope. There's hope that a civilization can thrive in this right. shithole of a situation. Like you said, Boo, was, that's people are decorating Christmas trees and going to movies and hot showers i mean it is they were they were singing christmas carols they're singing christmas carols so like there's hope in the fact that there's these pockets of places hopefully that are like this that are trying to bring back society in in a way and if there's also hope that if they both can get back to this life one day they can end their lives this way and 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 play it out so i i love the fact that there was some kind of hope And, and eric hit up every point that i was going to say like i absolutely loved the episode i thought it was just phenomenal and the scene um eric that you're talking about with with joel and his brother uh, i read in an article on yahoo with the director of that episode and she said that pedro pascal cried in every single take and it wasn't necessarily because he was so emotional there were scenes that he wasn't even on camera he was standing off to the side in Tommy's view, the actor, uh, I forgot his name, something Luna. Uh, I like that guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. great. It's Gabriel um, Luna is his name. Gabriel, Gabriel Luna. Luna. 
and he said that he would be in his in his sight, and he would start bawling while Luna is getting his his uh, his you know his shots in the frame. He would purposely do it to get the best reaction out of him. And he, she said they must have done that scene 13 times. He cried every single time to get the best reaction out of him. Yeah. Was, he said, it said he's a, just a remarkable human being. Was there a, um, like, about the episode thing after the credits? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it's pretty good because it talks about the town. Uh, it talks about, you know, what, what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Yeah. Because I am, I subscribe to HBO Max via Amazon Prime Instant Video, and yeah. I don't think when you're watching it, like it didn't have it. Oh, so, so I need to bummed. go back and actually log into HBO right, Max right, and, right. and do it that way, because hmm. I got to thinking about the fact I don't think there was one last episode either. Mm. Oh yeah, every episode they have. I watched those for House of the Dragon. I haven't watched them for this. I should start watching them for this. Yeah. It's a big. I think they're great. They add quite for a the House bit of the Dragon. It. They were phenomenal. Mm. They were great. Yeah, it's like listening to a little mini podcast with this guy's doing it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I just because yeah. I find the creative process so interesting, and there's there's always a danger that what you don't want it to take away from the magic of it. You don't mm. want right. it seems so real that you don't want it to quit being real, even though you know it's not real. It's a, it's a show. But part of what I love about shows is that I, the immersion where I just let myself go and suspend reality for that brief period of time. And this is reality right now. And to stay in it. Right. But I have loved every one of those that I've watched. I'm going to have to go back then and catch that. The, I think the interesting thing about these ones, about these like uh, making of kind of videos, is the fact that it is a game. And this is the first time I've seen someone address the fact that it's a game, but have such like deliberate and thoughtful reasons why they make changes Right. that makes sense. Like I've uh, every time a, a video game movie comes out, they're like, Oh, well this isn't like the game. So but we have to make the fans happy. It's like just some like uh, mm -hmm. copy and paste kind of like answer. Yeah. But every single decision of why this wasn't in there, why this wasn't in there, like they, they decide and they give you a very good reason why it makes sense. Why this thing needed to be changed. Like everything was really thought about. And it shows just in the way that every episode it turns out, but it's cool to hear the uh, thought process behind some of these ideas. One thing I meant to ask, because I brought this up to Raj, and I went back to check, because Amanda watched, it, she's been watching the show, which has been great, because I knew that when she saw the one with Bill and Frank that she would love it, because we're big uh, Nick Offerman fans. Mm -hmm. And so she's been dragged in, and I was sitting right here in the seat, and she was right here watching episode five. And I texted Araj and I said, yeah, I'm sitting here with Amanda while she's watching this. I'm getting, I feel real sad for how she's getting ready to feel here shortly. Yeah. And one thing that occurred to me was, you know how I had said the thing about like, what did that little man have to go through to sit there while he felt himself turning in the night yeah, and not attack Ellie, right? Um, but then I thought, I went back to look is the note, the thank you, or the I'm sorry on the, the slate. And it's her writing. But what Bro, if it had been it his? Yeah. What if he mm. had written that on there during the night because he knew it was happening and he just wrote, I'm sorry, because he knew it was coming. That's So I went back to look at the writing to see it if hers. it was his. And it wasn't. But I'm like, that kind of blew my mind. Just That would have been cool it. if it was, though. That yeah. would have been a cool little, little... The part that trips me out about twist. that scene in particular after watching it again is that... uh. 
like there's a lot of questions about like whether the person's like still in there after the fact. And they kind of confirm in that scene that that is the case because mm-hmm. she's trying to get his attention and it's still him. He's still deaf in there. Like he, he can't hear. She has to go and like tap him to get his attention. So right, right. there is still like that person is in there. Like kind of like I, for, <laughs> I forgot about that. That's right. Mm-hmm. He is deaf. And yeah. he's, he right. was humming also. And it wasn't particularly musical, but it wasn't just a, a weird noise either. Right. You know what I mean? That was that's so yeah. interesting. God, that makes it even. He would have yeah. had a hell of he would have had a hell of a time though as one of the mushrooms because they they, they go by sound, right? Right. Especially right. the ones, yeah. Uh, vibrations he could feel. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Maybe at a certain point, like there's like a, I, I mean, whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, that really. Yeah. I think it becomes more of the mushroom than the person I, yeah 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 and that's something that's interesting because on the rest of them you know like the walking dead they're, they're not the same person that person's gone no yeah yeah, yeah and this one wow yeah, yeah i think that makes theory. it way more of an uncomfortable idea to kind of like fathom when you think of it that way oh yeah sure like the person's kind of hostage right and, but you know there's no letting them out yeah. No matter how much you love them, no matter how much you care about them, That's killing so them is the humane thing to do. Oh, gosh. You know, and how do you cope with that? It's like, God, you thought Old Yeller was sad. No. Oh, for anybody who's <laughs> never seen Old Yeller, I'm sorry oh, if I spoiled spoiler that for you already. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah. So what do you guys, um, to kind of close this up, where do you guys think the uh, show is going from here? Because I think this is a good spot where. Sad. Very sad from here. <laughs> okay, well that's good. Yeah. Well, I don't know where. Uh, what's? I mean, I don't know how Joel's going to get better here, but I don't see how they can get rid of him already. So, and or I hope they don't get rid of him at all. But I, I just don't know how. Unless some hero shows up to save him, I. How is this going to play out? And that's what I was really worried about at the end of it. I was like, don't leave this as a cliffhanger because. How is that's he gonna a, get better? That's how they should have ended the season, right there. No, oh. jeez. Oh, oh my god, god. that would have been awful. Oh my it's, god. Okay, so assuming he doesn't come back, then how do you think the show would continue? Assuming Joel doesn't come back. Yeah, like he actually like died in the snow. No. Oh fuck that, dude! I don't even want to. No offense that. to Ellie, but she's screwed. No, dude. Well, she. Uh, let's, let's not even talk about wait, that, bro. Wait, 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 wait. Is that even what? a possibility, Why? dude? Why isn't there um okay no, no, okay no, no, no. if if the if if I would have to say maybe they write that his brother is following him. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. That Tommy's his brother and Maria him. are following him in that if he does die they can no, either no, 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 continue no, no. with Ellie or take her back. Well, I, I, mean, I just I in my head there's that, no that way would be that's what could happen or she could head back there's no way yes. that they're gonna have him die in that way without sacrificing himself to save ellie in in, in a way i just don't think that's gonna play out like that i, I, I agree built, i I, yeah. I feel like it would be in the moment yes. um my uh, guess uh, would be that it will be like you said that his brother's following him or that the fireflies that they're looking for they oh, basically hey. caught up to him like they hadn't right, really right. been gone that long 
um, that would be okay. a way you could do it. I like. I don't think he's gonna die here. I don't think that's it. Mm. I think they're gonna get further. I don't know what's gonna happen though. I don't know how the season's gonna end. I obviously it's gonna be some sort of cliffhanger. I would think, but um, you know, don't wreck it for me, Randall. No, no, I'm I'm trying to like <laughs> I'm thinking about what I can say. I, I will say that this season is not a cliffhanger. Okay. And I think I don't think that gives anything away. I just it's not a cliffhanger. And also there's things that they've changed pretty dramatically on, on, from the show to what we've seen. So that necessarily means that doesn't mean that what we what you've seen on the show is going to exactly pan out. Oh, like yeah, fr- from the yeah. game, yeah. Oh, from yeah, the well there's certain story beats that if you get rid of those story beats, you're not telling the story anymore. Yeah, uh, I don't think that they would not kill somebody off. If it's in the game, it's going to happen in the show. I think they'll be true enough to that. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair in most don't cases. Do don't do it. Well, I think. I mean, I think it'd be crazy to not do it because then it stops being an adaptation of the story of the game. You yeah. know, there's liberties you can take, but not eliminating a major character. You know, that's part of the whole bit of the game. Part of the entire emotion behind it is the loss of insert name here right right yeah but uh there's a lot that they're not <laughs> they talk about his past a lot right, right randy mhm what if weird there what if there's something following him from the past that just might catch up to him That's an interesting thought. So you think that guy with the bat was from his past? I'm going to say somebody is like, oh, oh God. Now I'm just thinking of uh, Arsenio Hall in uh, Harlem Nights. It's like, you killed my brother, (laughs) motherfucker. You killed my brother. I'm going to kill you quick. You killed my brother. I got to kill you, man. It's some shit like yeah, that is like, remember my dad? You killed him, and then they killed Joel or something. I don't know, dude. Like, oh, they, God. Have, they have made a lot of points about uh, the stuff he's done in his past. past yes, so, that's yikes, right. man. But they've always kind of dealt with it, like, whereas, like, that's why he's ostracized himself from everything. Like, people, mm-hmm. like, his own brother doesn't even want to, like, didn't even tell him he was at this town. He'd rather right. have he didn't this want town to have him. his brother. Yeah. Trouble don't follow me, so don't bring it here. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. They so didn't even get I mean, on the radio to talk to him. Yep. Huh. All right. Well, that was interesting. I was curious to see what you guys think. I'm going to ask yeah. that question again next week. <laughs> yeah. These last it, few episodes definitely start like really like. There's like a main thing that has to happen in each of these episodes. Right. Yeah, and and they've been so good. I mean, um, Eric's right. Like, I'm so happy it's a thing. I'm so happy it's it's such quality, you know? Yeah. It's so yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I had never expected it to be this good. Yeah. So they they could not have picked somebody better than Pedro Pascal. Oh yeah. No. There's Kills. literally nobody that could have played that part no. better. They may have done just as good of a job. Yeah. But it's it's amazing. The story yeah. he tells with his face, just the lines in his face and the everything about his expressions and the 
tone of his voice. It's almost like the dialogue doesn't matter at times, even though it's Ooh. so good and so well delivered. It's the way he's selling it. And it's... I did like, too, that Ellie made the whole joke when they walk up on the hydroelectric dam and she says, damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, I, 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 I want like that, that book back, though. I want the dad joke book back. Oh, God. Bring it back. There's there's no time for jokes right now, Rush. No time for jokes. Well, I think oh, in a situation man. like this, if you don't have some level of levity, like brief moments of it, you're you can't survive. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. can't yeah, you have to. make jokes here and there, that's why people end up making jokes about the most horrific of things because it's a messed up way of somehow dealing with it, even though it's something that is impossible to deal with. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's true. So bring out the dad jokes, Arash. What's that? Bring out those dad jokes, man. Hey man, I got an email just the other day. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was uh, an email about reading maps backwards. Really? Yeah, at the end of the day, it was, just, it was just spam. Guys, th- you can laugh out loud. Like, they're all, okay, good. for the people that can't see this, King Tom's laughing. But well, I'm shaking my head. Yeah, he laughed. I'm just, you know. So, you know how I like, I always say, here's the deal, man. Right? <laughs> so. My the at my uh, kid's school the prince the principal is her last name is Ballman. Anyway, my wife has been subbing there, and it, they announced that she's retiring. This is her last year as a as the principal. She's still you know not much older than me probably, but she's got a grandkid on the way and all this stuff. And Amanda says she goes, I wonder if they'll have a party for. Her. And I said, Oh, if they do, I'm sure it'll be a ball, man. <laughs> and like watching the change in her face yeah right <laughs> oh my god it's like she was so impressed and wanted to murder me all at the same time <laughs> yeah well Which i, I suspect murder, a lot of people that are around me feel that very same way yeah <laughs> minus the impressed part for me guys thank you for uh randy thank you for that by the way uh pleasure. through the last of us it was awesome and um yeah it, Thank you for tuning in to 342. Let's go down the uh, 342, right? Right. We've done 342 of these damn things. Hey, for 350-ish, we should probably do some kind of like Mando live show or something, like a pre-show like we did. That'd be kind of cool, like a 350 YouTube live stream. That'd be great. But before that, let's uh, finish this one off. Less. I am. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, go ahead, Les. Where can people find you? What's about to happen? Nothing, nothing, nothing. I was, okay. I'm trying okay. to finish this thing off with a yeah, with a, with a song that I really loved, but it's uh, uh you can't bring it up yet. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah, not uh, yet, Les. Not find yet. me on Twitter if you're looking at Les is more seventy eight, and then also on this show, like always, and our YouTube channel where we do some awesome reactions. Yeah, Boo. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith Lisboo. Randy, where can people find you? You can find me at the bar drinking. And on youtube.com slash the Sith List, where we do reactions in this podcast. King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods, where can people find you? 
do Patreon shows for the Bad Motivators, Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and the Sith List. I was on um, last week's episode of Star Wars Spelt Out with Josh Chapman. Oh, yes, that's right, yes. Really fun conversation. There there might be some Ant-Man spoilers in there, just so you know. Uh, And then you can find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I will be reacting to misheard tweets from Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Where? Eric, where can people find you, my friend? Uh, Check out my plethora of other podcasts, including The Bad Motivators with my friend Luke Cruiser and the Bluey podcast I do with my family, Dinner at the Healers. And uh, follow me on Twitter, at Eric Strahler, where I'll tweet about those two shows and nothing else. Nice. And you can find me at The Sith List, guys, everywhere. Social media is found. And uh, check us out YouTube. Subscribe, please. And uh, Patreon, please hit up Patreon and uh, subscribe from $3 to $9. You'll get content. Uh, We got two. uh, We got a couple coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Eric just submitted an Ask Eric, which is awesome. Um, and uh, we got a couple of those lined up and we got a couple of King and I's lined up and we're going to be doing all kinds of other things. So check us out, Patreon. And you get the exclusive pre-shows of this show and the unedited versions of all of our reaction episodes. So check us out there. Guys, we'll catch you next week on episode number 343 right here 